The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Yeah, 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 we back, what's good y'all, it's your boy Pat the Designer back at it again, how y'all feeling today man, on the docket today you know we gotta talk a little bit about these bears as the draft came this weekend, gonna be talking about asking the question, did the Chicago Bears improve? This weekend, we're also going to break down, did the Bears fix their secondary? We're going to dive into Ryan Pohl's first draft, all that and more. As we keep it going here on the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Live, we appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us as always, man. If you guys could hit that like button and subscribe to the page, we do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. It's the only channel that's talking Chicago sports, how Chicago talks, so make sure that you get in Tune with us, man. The date is Monday, May 2nd. Let's go. Woo! Hollywood. Big bye. All right, 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 all right. Let's calm it down. Let's calm it down in this mud, man. Let's calm it down in this mud, man. Let's calm it down in this mud, man. What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome back to another week of the Windy City's Breeze Sports Talk Live. We appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us. Like I said, man, if you guys could do me a favor and just go ahead and... Uh, push the button. Come on. Push the button. Come on. Push the button. Yeah, come on. Push the button. Push that button, man. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. We are still giving away the Ayo Dosumu jersey when we get to 13,000 subs. We have crossed 12 9. We're going to have a day this week. I believe we're going to do that on Wednesday this week. Um, 
uh, where we're going to open up the phone lines, take your calls, qualify a couple of people, and talk with you to people. Seeing as how there's no Bulls post game anymore, we're going to bring the phones to the Daily Show once a week where we get to talk with you guys and, and speak to you on what our teams are doing as well. Um, we got a lot of different things coming for y'all this week. Make sure you guys are tuned in with us this week because we have a special guest coming through this week, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. I'm not telling you who just yet because life happens. You know, I don't want to hype this mug up and then all of a sudden we don't get our guests, but make sure that you guys are rocking with us all week long. Because we are putting out fire content every single day of the week. Let's keep it going. How y'all feeling today, man? How are y'all feeling today? This is this is going to be an interesting day of breakdown. By the way, shout out to the chat. We got Benny the Bull in the chat. What's good, Benny? John John in the chat. John John, what's good? He's liking the Valus Jones pick. Robert Schwartz in the chat. What's happening? Levante in the chat. What's happening? By the way, we do want to let you know, if you do enjoy this content and you want to talk to us while we're off the clock, you can join in on the Discord. I'm going to pin the link that's in this mug right here. The Discord has been cracking. I think we're up to 48 people in the Discord. So make sure that you guys join on in the Discord. Like I said, I'm going to pin the link in the chat here real quick, and we appreciate y'all for showing that love over there as well, man. Baki's been killing it right now. Uh, 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 Robert Schwartz is over there having a great time in the Discord as well, man. And listen, I feel good after the weekend. We were talking about the draft this weekend in the Discord, and I feel good. I'll tell you this, right? I feel like we're following a plan. At a minimum, I can feel good about that. I feel like we're following a plan. Bob, what's going on? I feel like we're following a plan. Do I agree with every single move from the weekend? No. But can I see how that works into the plan? Yes. Those are two separate arguments in my opinion. Can I see how this works and fits into the weekend or fits into the plan? Yes. And so I got to ask the chat as we're getting this thing started here. Did the Chicago Bears improve in the draft? That's the question we're starting off the day with. Did the Chicago Bears improve in the draft? And we're going to get into that secondary as well, man, because I feel like that's where you got to start. You look at the second round. The Bulls make, or the Bulls, I can't get them off the brain, bro. I can't get them off the brain. The Bears make two really, really good picks to me. Both picks, I believe, are A, different levels of A picks, but both picks, I believe, are A. The part that a lot of Bears fans are upset with was what? We felt like the Bears can find defense. It's what they do. You wanted to see them go offense in this draft, and so we, we're a little bit upset that they did end up going defense. But you have to look at different sides of the ball and how much this team needs to improve. And in those positions, right, are you getting guys that start right away and move you in the right direction? 
You started off with Kyler Gordon. Kyler Gordon was somebody whose film we broke down on the show. And by the way, we're also going to be breaking down everybody's film uh, throughout the rest of this week and stuff like that, dropping videos. We're our, our goal is to drop a video, a shorter video every day at 5 o'clock, so be on the lookout for that. We're also going to drop, like, clips from the show and stuff, but, like, we're, we want to drop shorter videos every day at 5 o'clock. That's a standalone thing. But, I mean, I, I look at Kyler Gordon's game. The, the most intriguing part, right, that the Bears did this weekend, especially defensively, is that you got guys that not only are good at what they do, but they're good at what they do without hurting the team mentally, missing tackles, things like that, right? Kyler Gordon, in his entire time at Washington, Covering the best wide receivers on every team has never drawn a penalty. Has never drawn a penalty. Separate warning offense at 38 or at 39 versus the talent that the player you got brings in. Separate warning offense at 39 versus the talent that the player you got brings in. This was absolutely an A pick, in my opinion. He's a guy that is, is a blanket. I said I, he, he's a hard hitter, always in the backfield. If you watch his tape, literally, anytime they blitzed him, he was killing somebody behind the line. A quick reaction, had good hands. In the video, I said I would have taken him at 48. Bears take him, or at 40, yeah, at 48, Bears take him at 39 as we welcome into the chat. The man, the myth, the legend, who absolutely feels like they won the draft all up until one Dolly Johnson got there. Uh, we got, got Stefan Nadon in the building. Oh, hold up. We got to switch that up, my boy. Steph, what's good? What's good? What's good? How you feeling, my boy? No, I'm, 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 I'm straight. I'm straight. I'm feeling, I'm feeling good, you know. That, that, was, that was the one pick. I was like, all right. Yeah, everybody's got the one. Listen, I'm, I'm, right. not, I'm not 100% sold on Bayless. Hey, hey, everybody's hey, got that hey, pick. Listen, right? listen, yeah. Hey, look, y'all, y'all got a draft pick out here that's looking like Prince. <laughs> hey, hey, that's Kyler Gordon, and that, that's, hey. that's that's where we starting the day at, man. Do you feel like one? Do you feel like the Bears improved? Two? What do you think of the pick of Kyler Gordon? Um, no, nah, I definitely feel like the um, I feel like the Bears improved defensively for sure. Uh -huh. Um, offensively, I, I can't say too much. I know that they took uh, four offensive linemen, but I'm gonna be real with you. I, out of the four, I probably think maybe one of them will probably make the roster to back them up. I, I don't know. We'll see. Um, you know, I like. Uh, yeah, I'm for I'm forgetting buddy name, but he said he said uh, his his girl went to uh, I forgot where he said she went to, but she like went went and got all the caps. And then she went. She went oh, to the yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. You talking about uh, Jaquan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah, nah. I, I, I like him, but uh, yeah, nah. De definitely defensively, um, they've improved. I would say on the defensive side of the ball, I would probably get him a B, just be B plus, just because I'm not sold on uh, the. I'm not. I'm not sold on the safety. Um, who's talking about? You talk. I, I feel like. I feel like. Uh. Uh. Um. Jaquan Brisker 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not totally sold on him. Gordon, Gordon, I mess with, but Brisket. This is the thing about Brisket, right? Like he's gonna cover a lot of ground. He's gonna, he's going to essentially be that piece that you need next to a ball hawk like Eddie Jackson can be. Uh, mm-hmm. He's an excellent wrap up tackler, which is it, it shows you where the Bears are trying to go. They're trying to get people in here that, at a minimum, are good at their job. Yeah, they're, they're as, trying as to get people in here. And I, and I said, I said that as soon as they pick both of them up, I was yeah. like, oh, so they know how to wrap up. <laughs> yeah, and and that's listen, that's what you want. It, it, that that's a good starting point to be at. Hey, what's he do well? Tackle. Okay, he plays <laughs> defense. That's good to hear. Um, I I really like. I I love the pick of Brisker. Um, I feel like he's somebody who can also play the ball really well along with Eddie. Uh, along I mean, I've seen the tape. Um, we can have a difference of opinion. <laughs> I, I just feel like he he's somebody that they can play the ball well along with Eddie Jackson. He's somebody who can absolutely play over the top well. He's somebody who, to me, I mean, I, I kind of agree with the chat. I feel like he's the best safety in the draft. Um, and he's somebody – here's the thing. Not only somebody that can wrap up, but somebody that can lay the boom. Somebody, yeah, not, yeah. Only, not only just somebody that can wrap up, but somebody that, listen, you might not want to see if you're a wide receiver coming across. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's somebody that when coming downhill, he absolutely can get into you. And so I, I, know, I think, yeah, my, yeah, I think there's a lot of upside. And listen, Eddie Jackson can be that piece. I still have hope out for Eddie Jackson, right? I think the last two seasons we haven't talked well about Eddie Jackson, and Eddie Jackson hasn't shown us much. But on the, on the other side of that, Eddie Jackson had, hasn't had a ton of help next to him right but you still got to be better there's no excuse for how eddie has played for most of the season uh for the last couple of years but uh uh, by the way just just dropping that one in there did the bears fix their secondary y'all let us know in that one as well um but i mean honestly right like i feel like not only did you improve but i feel like you fixed your defense i feel like at a minimum your secondary right like we didn't. We thought we yeah, would see a no, trade of Robert. Fix the secondary. We we thought we would see a trade of Robert Quinn. Looks like Robert Quinn might be sticking around for the Chicago Bears. The Bears said they weren't shopping him. Uh, you've got that kind of pressure up front. They, to me, uh, uh, um, I really liked in the fifth round going to get Dominique Robinson. I think he's going to bring some good dog. I've spent an entire weekend. It was actually a relaxing weekend, uh, but I spent an entire weekend. I know. I've I, I seen I, I, you, you, enjoy, you enjoyed yourself. I, I oh yeah. Dog. But I spent an entire weekend literally yeah. just watching film. And I'm not talking about like just the highlights. Cause that's normally what I watch from college. I was watching full on games, just kicking it. Just like, where's he at? Where's he at? Where's he at? He's on the field. Where's he at? Where's he at? Where's he at? He's on the field. Right. Like, so, yeah. so like I, I, yeah. I, feel good about the picks. I feel like the pick of Dominique Robinson pairing that with Robert Quinn as an edge rusher, especially at not only adding depth at that position, but 6'4", 253 pounds, incredibly athletic, right? Like the biggest issue with Dominique Robinson is that he's a little inexperienced. He doesn't have a great, he, he doesn't have a ton of uh, experience playing at that position, mm-hmm. but if I don't have experience there, but I've got talent, experience is gained. <laughs> so to me, like you, I feel like you. And he's got good. Robert Quinn on the other side. And too. you've got Robert Quinn on the other side. I feel like you've you've vastly improved your defensive line there, and that's going to in turn make Jalen Johnson better. That's going to make uh, 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 Kyler Gordon better. That's going to make Eddie Jackson the ball hawking uh, uh, safety that he was. That's going to make Jaquan Brisker better. You know what I'm saying? And it, and it makes that transition easier to me. 
Yeah, I, th- I think the I think the biggest thing with it is where the where the picture taken, especially when you look at Dominic Robinson. I mean, especially you know going throughout the rest of that draft. Um, you you know, a lot the the term that was used a lot of times was yo they, they like these dudes can play. They got raw talent. They they yeah. just need experience. So I mean, if if he pans out on the other side with Robert Quinn, you 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 definitely have you definitely have a steal there. I mean, like. But yeah, I I I would say I mean, and like and like I said like I said on uh like I said when 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 Pose when Pose made the pick I said at minimum this this team is gonna be able to this team is gonna be able to ta- uh wrap up and tackle yeah so we 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 which we complained a lot about last year so I mean definitely like like I said on the defensive side of the ball I would definitely I would definitely say B plus now now it just turns uh you know what are those offense what are those far offensive linemen going to do on the offensive side of the ball uh-huh. that's going to make Justin's life easier because like you said and we can talk targets all we want to but we need they need somebody to keep Justin off his butt so yeah no for sure and and I think the interesting thing right with it is that to me, you're now talking about you're, you're talking about right, like playing the way that we have played defensively, improving that. Like even last year, like the Bears to me were bad. Like they allowed what 31, 39 passing touchdowns, something like that. Some crazy. But they were still decent in the middle of the fields. It was more so like once you get in the red zone, it's, it's a guarantee. Let's improve on that. And it makes me think of, hey, we want Justin to play well. When did we think Mitch was playing well? Like, it's not just the offensive side. The offense has to improve, 100%. There's no doubt about it. You, but, but like I said before, there's no way the offense won't improve. I, y'all have to understand, Matt Nagy was a historically bad offensive pl- uh, uh, play caller. One of the worst in NFL history. His offense I'm good, Rob. has scored less than some of the Bears' offenses from the 60s. <laughs> There's no way anyone else can come in and be worse than that. So the offense is going to move up regardless of anything else happening. But when was Mitch at his best? When when did we think Mitch Trubisky could be a quarterback that the Bears could roll with when the defense was putting him in good positions? Sure field. have good looks sure field. at the end zone. Sure field. You and look, I'm going to say, say this too. I mean, I, and I had, to, I had to go back. And look, cause, 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 we, cause we was killing Pat when we did when when we did the draft live about man they need to get a receiver. What are you talking about? And I really had to go back and tell my notes. I, and I remember us. And that well, nah, I I remember me taking the screenshot, dog. Like the year that they made the playoffs was the only year that the Bears were not last in terms of offense. Like that. There and, and look. Yeah. When they weren't last, they were twenty eight. <laughs> they they yeah. they were still twenty eight. It, it's it goes twenty eight, thirty one, thirty one, thirty two. Like, yeah. 
And don't get me wrong, you need Justin to have a good offense. You need Justin to take that step offensively. And right. so you do have to give him more weapons. The pick of Valus Jones, right, is an interesting one to me. Um, I I feel like that was a little bit high. Baki was good in the chat. Shout out to Baki, Baki. Man, the Breeze's own PR guy. By the way, hit that like button, subscribe to the page. The Black, talk to Adam, Sports. The Black Adam Schefter in this mug, man. <laughs> um, dog, I, you know what's crazy? I saw a video yesterday just going, like it just popped up on Facebook and Baki commented on it while we were like, he was commenting in the chat. It had to be one of his first videos because I remember being like, hey, man, I don't know how to say your name, bro. Bakwai, but it's QI. What's going on with that? So that was hilarious to see, dog. <laughs> it was like, Baki, Yazin, Yazin, what's going on with that, bro? I don't know how to say your name, brother. Now Baki's become literally a staple of the channel. L literally bro. the P1. <laughs> the, literally the P1, the P1 of the channel, the bro. <laughs> um, He is the chat god right now. But uh, but no, like it, it's one of those things where, to me, are there picks where I feel like the Bears could have gotten better value? I can't say no to that. I feel like Bayless was a reach for us. I feel like Bayless would have been there a little bit later. If you wanted to trade back at that point, you could have gotten something better there, especially with what was ahead of us. But I also went into this looking at, like I said, looking at a ton of tape this weekend. And as I looked at what the Bears needed, I looked at where is, are, are we going to have the most opportunity to throw the ball? Like Justin needs the weapons, Justin needs to improve, but what are the things that we really expect to happen this season? I expect, I hope Tevin Jenkins takes a step. I hope that there's some help offensively. I really, 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 I'm not going to lie to y'all, like high on the pick of Braxton Jones. High on the pick of Braxton Jones. I thought that that was a, uh, I don't want to say A plus. I'll say B plus move, right? Because it is still Southern Utah. You don't know what that's going to be. You don't know how that's going to pan out, right? But I, I really like that pick, and I feel like he can play that right tackle position for you. But here's the thing. Where are the Bears going to have the most opportunity to throw the ball? Short fields. Valus oh, no, yeah, short fields. And, and this is and this the, the thing, too, though. Like, and you see, you see when Paul's – you see when Paul's talks about it, he always says, like, Oh, 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 we, oh, we need linemen, 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 linemen. They're, they're, they're going to run the ball so much. Yeah. Mug's going to think it's 06. Like. Oh, yeah. Mug, like, like, like Mug, Mug's, Mug's really going to th think it's 06. Like, like, like Her Herbert and Montgomery are going, are going to get carries. So basically, if, if you can, if you can kind of open it up, like how the Cowboys do with like, you run the ball till you get to the fifty, and then every everything after that is like open game. And unless we see a matchup that we that we know we're completely torching, yeah, like that, like that's basically, um, like that that's basically what's gonna happen because, um, I I I see commit, um, like legitimately if if Pose was right about the picks. Cole Komet's gonna have a breakout season. Like, 
by by like by all means because he he should be able to get open. The the biggest they're talking about running this offense. Absolutely, absolutely. The biggest issue with Komet last season, and this I think this is the part right where like Bears fans kind of were off Komet is the end zone. Cole Komet in in the middle of the field was fine. Cole Komet know, yeah, is actually no. the Bears' most secure wide receiver. I know we all hate it, right? <laughs> but, like, if you go look, Cole Komet was legitimately the Bears' most secure receiver in the middle of the field. The problem is you're that big, and when you get in the end zone, you're supposed to come down with the ball. If I put if I put the ball on your body and you drop it consistently, that is a problem. I also think we're going to see a difference in philosophy, though, with the Bears, especially at the receiver position. Um and, just, and at the tight end position, because it's not going to be, hey, you you were drafted here, so you have to play. You're not going to see that. You're going to see, if you're not producing, we will absolutely put Jesper Horstead in this mug. <laughs> we Like, that. that's really... Hey, and they mess with Jesper Horstead, too. I'm right. Uh, uh, Justin loves him. That's Justin's guy. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that, to me, right, that's going to be the, the interesting one where... I want to see Komet improve because in the middle of the field, he seems like he kind of figured it out later in that season. When the ball was coming to him, he was able to come away with it. But when you're in the end zone and you need to just be boxing out for touchdowns, those 50-50 balls, that's the most important thing. So we got Don Burr in the chat. Don Burr was good, man. I'll give Don Burr credit. Detroit had a good draft. Uh, bro, the, Detroit, Detroit draft, I, bro. I, 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 I can honestly say Detroit had an A-plus draft. And the Jets and the Jets had an A plus draft. I I I gotta give it to him. Yeah. I I I I gotta give it to him. I I I know we be messing with Don Burr a lot, but but we 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 gotta let Don take his lap on that man. We 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 gotta let him take his lap. Hey hey, you enjoy your day, Don. That's all <laughs> you're gonna have. Uh... <laughs> yeah, because when these when these muds get on the field, that's when we really gotta see. <laughs> So, so here is the question, right? Here's here's what it all comes down to. We've kind of talked about what the Bears did at secondary. We've kind of talked about where the Bears are going to be going uh, 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 and what we think they're going to do offensively. When you look at what the Bears did, did the Bears help Justin in this draft? I would say... Yes, like, if, if, I, was, if I was to give it a grade, I would say... I would say C plus maybe a B and I I, I did because it, it's something that I have to like see on the field when all the parts is like moving together. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I did this the thing that kind of shocked me though when they made the O line picks. Uh-huh. Cause cause you 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 know we got the breeze group chat. Is is mugs out on born for real? Like we like. <sighs> For for me, this is this is the thing, right? And and this is I I, I, I think Borum is re- like he's really good. This is why ugh, I don't know about really good. Well, no, um, not, not not really. Good. <laughs> My fault. We not yeah. My. But I, here's I, I here's up him like he was Trent Williams. <laughs> here's the thing. No, not that bad either. I don't know if it's that bad either. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no. Here here's the biggest part of it for me. You knew based on what we saw that we were running it out with Tevin Jenkins, Larry Borum, uh, uh, um, you got, you got Lucas Patrick in there. You've got, uh, uh, um, why can't I think of this mug's name? He's only been our center forever. Um, good Lord. Why can't I think of 
who who was our center last year? Chat. I am blanking on his name right now. Which he was getting run over. So I mean, it's not great. I I I'm really blank. But you you've got that depth there uh, 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 that the Bears have initially. Cody Whitehair. Thank you, Baki. You've got Cody Whitehair there. But the problem was, who's behind these guys if they go down? Who's behind these guys? Oh, yeah, we did have Sam Mustafer as well. Yeah, that's true. Um, who's behind these guys if they struggle? Who's behind these guys? And I feel like that's the part that I'm excited about, right? Like, if you're if you're going into this next season and I have to ask, did the Bears help Justin in his draft? Yes, because you not only had your linemen in place, but now to me, you've got guys that can step up behind them. Maybe they're not starters. Maybe they're just rotation pieces. Maybe they're just guys that move around the line. But we didn't have that last year. We got to a point last year with the offensive line where we were like, who's blocking? Uh, we're going to sign, um, oh, God, who's left? Oh, I got nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I feel like that was a step in the right direction for the Chicago Bears. And then on top of that, you I, I feel like this was Ryan Pace being realistic. Again, two things can be true. I think the pick of Bayless Jones was a reach. Not to say that he is a bad player, not to say he's not going to be good in the NFL, but here's the here are the things that are actually true, right? Like He's 20, he's going to be 25 right now. By the time his rookie deal is up, he will be 20, he will be 30. I keep saying yeah, pace. Yeah, that is true. I, I keep saying pace, my bad. Uh hey, I and I, I was gonna say, I think I think the bit I think the biggest thing about it is hey, 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 be cool. Cause I I I after the after the second round, you you was ready to keep calling that man pace the way they wasn't getting a receiver. <laughs> Don't hey. worry about me saying pace, brother. Hey, no, know how it is. But um but that, hey, I, listen, I listen. We, it, we it's crazy, feeling. right? Cause you know how we, you know how like with the bulls we used Mud used to say, yo, put put uh put Matt Thomas in, put these dudes in, and you realize these are the scrubs that are scrubs. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. like with this, they they and like you said, they kind of got back. We don't know if it's a backup, if, if they are rotation pieces, but at least, you know what I'm saying? Like, by the time, if, if they do come in and they contribute, these aren't the scrubs that are scrubs. Like, I, I can rely on you to give me a breather for a couple of weeks, if yeah. need be. You know what yeah. I'm saying? No, so. and, and, and that's the thing. And listen, I don't know if they're that, right? I don't know <laughs> yeah. if they're that. Yeah. And, and I will say this. I, I do, again, Valus Jones might be a nice player, but I do feel like it was a reach at that spot. I feel right. like you could have gotten Valus later in the draft. I feel like you could have moved back a couple of spots and gotten Valus later in the draft, right? I feel like that option was going to be there. But on top of that, I do look at it and say he's a kind of player that fits where what Justin Fields will be able to utilize. He's the kind of player that fits what Justin Fields will be able to use as the offense is currently constructed, even if the line is not good. The offensive line at Tennessee, there's a reason you didn't see a lot of those guys coming off the draft board. <laughs> right? There's a, there's a reason you didn't see a lot of those guys coming off of the draft board. Like, Buddy was basically throwing for his life here. But 
When Valus Jones got the ball in his hands, he was absolutely able to make magic happen. He was doing this versus top competition. He wasn't doing this at Nowheresville State. He was doing this versus the Alabamas, versus Georgia, versus, you know what I'm saying? And as you watch his tape, you see that when he gets the ball in his hand, he can make magic happen. I get how, why people are making the Tyreek Hill comparison, but to me, this is different than Tyreek Hill. He's essentially in the body of a running back. When you see him making plays, dog, and I got that tape coming out, that's going to be the video we drop at five, the Valus Jones breakdown, bro. When you see him making plays, bro, fam, he is throwing human beings. <laughs> people are trying to tackle him, and he's just like, get off of me, move off of me, stop playing with me, right? And there's here's the thing. I feel like Poles went for, as you saw in the third round, more depth. But on the offensive side, we needed more protection for Justin Fields. We oh, got he, more he protection got it. for Justin Fields. And on top of that, you have the pieces that you already had in the building. And on top of that, you found you a nice speedy wide receiver that can take the top off depending on what the protection is. But if your protection is weaker, guess what? You've got, you've got a guy that, Hey, we just want to run. We want to run this screen real quick. We want to run this slant real quick. Now that they've kind of been sucked in and they've and they're 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 standing close to the line. Now take the top off. And I'm gonna tell you this right now. A lot of them plays where he was taking the top off were legitimately. Hey, look. If the safety's not over top, throw it to him. <laughs> throw it. <laughs> if the safety's not over top, throw it to him. Because legitimately, like I, I was saying in the draft, right, I, I felt you should have went lineman at that pick. But when I went and watched this tape after, whenever the safety wasn't over the top. <laughs> he was, was gone. It was just, huh? There was no progression. There was no look. There was no time taken. I feel like that was a pick where, based on what this team currently has, <laughs> He fits the system. And that's going to be the thing, right? Bears fans got to – listen, we, we can hate the pick now and, and agree that probably there was better value for that pick there. But if Valus Jones is taking the top off and absolutely destroying everybody, we're all going to love it. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's a god. He's we a third-round pick. He's a third-round pick. I can't believe we got this value. Now, the age thing is going to be interesting, but even on top of that, right, uh, 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 to me – when you're talking about Valus Jones in that position, which is which is the big piece where I think most of us look at and say, did Justin did the Bears help Justin Fields in that situation? He's a player to me that even if he gets to 29 and we feel good about him, and yes, he's going to be older when his rookie contract is up. That just means if he's really good, he might make less money because of his age at that point. That just means that if he's really good, he might not get the Tyreek Hill contract because of his age at that point. Or, hey, hey, look, hey, look. Fame production. <laughs> hey, look, hey, look, or he's one of the best receivers on the team and we have to pay him. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's crazy. I mean, like, so, so. All in all, though, what would be the what would be the grade for polls? Yeah, and, let's and let's let's draft. get into it, man. Because I feel like I feel like that's something. By the way, appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us as always, man. We got eighty three people in the chat, man. If y'all could do me a favor and just uh, push the button. Come on, push the button. Come on, push the button. Yeah, come on, push the button. 
Push that button, man. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. We do this Monday through Friday from 11 to 1. Appreciate y'all for tuning in on The Daily Show, man. We're going to have clips dropping after. You see me almost choked myself today. What was that? Uh, we're going to have clips dropping after the show of the of today's episode, and then we will be dropping a video at 5 o'clock today uh, uh, breaking down Valus Jones' tape. So tune in with us on that as well. Um, how would you grade him? How would you grade Ryan Poles in his first draft overall? We'll run through the picks real quick so that everybody remembers them, right? Well, we'll get them out there. Don't worry about it. At pick 39, Bears take out of Washington cornerback Kyler Gordon. Commissioner pick, Gordon. Yep, Commissioner Gordon in the building. Hey, by the way, coming through with the strong Prince look? Hey, fam, I, I, I fam, yeah. Like, like, like nah, that, that, was, that was crazy. That, I, hey, but the, only, did, the only reason why why I mess with dude, so hey, some of some of them wide receivers that that went in the first round, he was locking them up. He was locking them up. He was like <laughs> all those guys <laughs> you excited about. <laughs> he was locking them up. Paul's got a steal. <laughs> so you got you got uh, uh Gordon at thirty nine, Jaquan Brisker at forty eight. Who says, "Hey, you just got the steal of the draft at 48." Let's hope he lives up to that. Round three, pick 71. We got Valish Jones Jr. in Tennessee, uh, and then in in day two, I'm sorry, day three of the draft, the Bears turn three picks into 11 picks. Shout out the polls on that one. Uh, getting a lot more depth. You got offensive tackle Braxton Jones out of Southern Utah at 168. Edge rusher Dominique Robinson out of Miami, Ohio at 174. It cracks me up that there's a Miami, Ohio. Uh, you got Zach Thomas at, out of San Diego State at 186. You got uh, Treston Ebner. Uh, 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 at 203 in the sixth round out of Baylor, by the way. That's the pick right there, y'all, that I th is the reason I say uh, don't get too attached to Monty. Uh, out of Illinois, you got Doug Kramer, offensive lineman, at 207. By the way, I will say this. Uh, I'm not impressed by him pushing a truck in neutral on a flat ground. Like, I mean, like... Uh, <laughs> I, I don't... I don't I don't know. I don't. I wasn't as impressed with that. Not to say like, oh, it'd be easy for me to do, but like he's a three hundred pound lineman that moves human beings that are trying to push back on him. I would hope he can move a stationary truck in neutral. Anyway, uh, at pick seven you, and uh, around seven at two twenty six, you got offensive lineman Jatire Carter out of Southern. And uh, you got Elijah Hicks safety at 254 out of California. A little bit of safety depth. And in the seventh round, the Bears take their new punter, Trenton Gill, out of NC State. We're drafting punters in the seventh round, baby. That's where you draft your punter right there. Is that an Obi situation where, like, he's a punt god? I, fam, fam listen. <laughs> I, I, I was just about to say that. Who? I, was, it, was, it, was it the Bills? Somebody said they got a... But buddy was like, yeah, nah, I'm I'm a punt guy. Like everything he punts, like lands perfectly and then just travels. <laughs> a punt guy. Uh how would you how would you grade what the Bears did in this draft, my boy? Um, I I would get I would give it a B. I mean, I I think Kyler Gordon, if 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 we're being serious, Kyler Gordon would who who will be named Commissioner Gordon by by, by week one. I, I'm saying I'm saying it here. I'm I'm saying it here. Commissioner You're not letting Gordon. it go. But um, but nah, like he he's a he's a day one starter. He's a day one starter. I think uh I think I think Bridger could be uh is a day one starter. 
we need to sign Destroy and stop, 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 stop that. Um, uh, uh, I th- I think Bridgeker could be a day one starter, but yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like you said, those those are com- those picks in the in the late rounds, like the running backs, like you said. Don't get too attached. Don't get too attached uh, to to Monty because I I feel like dude is just going to look. Monty, as, as soon as Monty is out of there, <laughs> him hey, him and him and Drew's gonna be running that rock. But definitely, definitely, um, I, I I like the Quinn pick, and then we'll we'll see what happens with these alignment. But yeah, definitely a B to a B, uh, definitely a B to a B plus. I would agree with you. Um, I feel like it's a B draft. I feel like I would have wanted them to go uh, for a stronger lineman early. Flash Gordon's not a bad one. Nah, Flash, but Flash, Flash, Flash is like that. That's offense, though. Yeah, who else? Plus, is Flash, Flash Gordon. But Flash Gordon is like well, I mean, I so well, nah. You know what? It's it's good because we gave we gave Flash Gordon to uh uh. We gave Flash Gordon. Oh, to Josh what's his Gordon. name? To Josh Gordon. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> but he ain't know, in the league enough. He kind of, tell, yeah, he ain't in the league enough. So, nah, and it's okay. You know, what, though? you know what though? I feel like Commissioner Gordon's better on defense. Right. right? right. It's right. Locked it's locked it's locked down. It's locked down. It's locked down. Locking him up. He's locking him up. Yeah, I'm saying he's locking him up. There's a little, little Come corruption in there. Yeah, I, I, mean? I, I, I do this. I do this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, I agree with you though. I feel like uh, a, a B is a good call, right? Because you got offensive line depth at the end of the draft. You hope some of those guys become an offensive lineman of your future, right? But right now, you don't know. Right now, there's a lot of questions. Like, I feel like, okay, you, you the one to me that I feel like is guaranteed to be starting at some point this season, if not early in the season, if not taking away the job from Larry Borum is Braxton Jones, right? But other than that, a lot of this is depth. A lot of this is we know that we're going to need more protection for Justin Fields. We don't know if Tevin Jenkins' back is going to hold uh, uh, hold up the entire season and how that's going to be for him moving forward. I feel like a lot of these are depth pieces for the Chicago Bears later in the draft, which is what you want to find, right? Which is what you want to find. Um, and so to me, I give them a B based on the draft itself. The team makeup as a whole is completely different, but just on the draft. But I, I mean, listen, finding Dominique Robinson to me is a is a great find there. I think I think the only thing to me that brings them, like I'd say I'd almost go B plus with it, right? I think the only thing that takes them away from the A is where they took Valus, but not the fact that they took Valus. And I'm telling y'all, when you watch his right. tape, when we break down his tape later tonight, uh, uh, oh, no, uh, that, oh no, that boy nice. He he is nice. the the biggest The biggest issue with him is that he entered the draft. He probably would have been better suited gambling on himself. This You're talking about undrafted free agent and come in undrafted, yeah, yeah, right? He probably would have been better suited there because. You can get the bag initially, like a similar bag, and then if you show out, you can get a bigger contract. But I'm not mad at the pick itself, the player itself, um, just sort of the positioning of it. So that kind of takes it out of the A to the B range for me. Uh, but I mean, li- I mean, listen, I-, I like a lot of what Ryan Poles did in his first draft, uh, and I think that the the thing to focus in on most is that. 
there's always going to be, hey, Roy said Pringles going to run donuts around people. <laughs> you got to relax there, my boy. Uh, that's actually funny, though. I give you that one. I, <laughs> that a thousand, thousand points to Roy. Somebody mail those points to him, man. The points don't mean <laughs> anything. It's like, whose line is it anyway? But somebody mail Roy those thousand points, man. But, um, no, I think, here's the thing. I think you got good value all the way around. By the way, if y'all have not watched Tristan Ebner, that's a great value pick. Oh, no, that's a great value oh, pick. Oh, my goodness, that's a great value pick. In the sixth round, he, he could end up being a starting running back in the NFL. And I'm not. I'm talking about a thousand yard plus rusher. I'm talking about a thousand yard plus rusher in the NFL. I think you're gonna like how how uh, 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 Luke Getzey is gonna use a lot of these people. I mean, what do you think the expectation is on how Getzey is gonna use these guys that Poles has taken in the first draft? Because he actually went more offense than he did defense, right? And so there's gonna be a lot of work with these young pieces. By the way, the Bears probably on their 53 man roster expect. 40 of the 53 probably to be one to two year players. Oh, no. That's that's how far back. If you've got any gripe with polls in his first draft, that's how far back the Chicago Bears are. Nah, like I said, I don't don't have a problem with him in his first draft. I think that you have people who can contribute – Day one, I, f- I feel like how he's how he's going to use the running backs, like I said, du- dual running back system. I, I I think that the that the 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 running the running style is going to be completely different. And he doesn't he doesn't draft. Uh, Dick, who did who did you just say the running back? Uh, Ebner. But yeah, yeah, no, nah. he he doesn't draft Ebner and, unless he's looking to get uh, Monty out of there. I think, and then they say, I, I think I heard somewhere. I don't know if it's to get him out of there, right? But when you're coming into a contract year, you don't know what guys are going to want, what guys feel like they're going to command, and so you have to be prepared for a hey, like he might be like, no, I'm a five year, hundred million dollar back, and it's like, nah, uh, yeah, hey, Walter Payton ain't walking through that door, brother. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, I, yeah, but I, I, I think at minimum, like I said, you're gonna, you're gonna see them. This is gonna be a lot of old school Bears football mixed in with a mixed in with a little bit of new school. Yeah, because because it'll be like that. They'll they'll run they'll run the ball, but then like if if Tevin Jenkins and Larry Bourne pan pan out because um Larry Bourne did have some concussion issues. If they, if they pan out. He's saying like legitimately, we're 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 good on those two spots. Our offensive line would be good enough. We, I, we could we could run the ball whenever we get good and ready. We could throw the ball whenever we get good and ready. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, it, it it's like it it it's it's gonna be real interesting. But the 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 position, if you ask me, the position I'm most excited about is is definitely running back. You 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 know me. I I, I like to run the ball, but you love your good running back, yeah. bro, but you be taking Just, them high. Justin, <laughs> hey, 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 you, you hey, you can't lie to all the running backs I take be have 1500 hey. yard seasons, dog. Hey, Everyone know. Listen, listen. You was right there with them us taking running backs in the second hey. round feeling good hey. about it. I'm sitting there looking, I'm like, y'all taking running backs in the second <laughs> round, dog. I guarantee and you after if hey, Jam, James Cook for the Bills. Hey, don't sleep. This this is the difference, though. This is the difference. You know when I'm okay with you taking a running back that high. 
when you ain't got nothing else you need. Yo, the Bills is like, a complete quick, football team. Do, do you feel like the Bills was just taking mugs and take them? No, I feel like you're trying to build depth, right? You never know when guys are going to get hurt. You never know when guys True. are going to go down. You need pieces that are still going to be able to step in. Like, it's not like you stop building your team, but I'm also not going to sit here and act like the Bills came into this like, we've got to find another piece at wide receiver. They got it. We got to find another defensive like- end. They got it. How are we going to get to the quarterback? Von Miller. How are we going to be in the secondary? They got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there's hey, nothing. Hey, I'm not going to lie. They called this thing I saw was that the the corner they drafted? I think Matt Eler or something like that. Yeah. Damn, he was like, "Give me the playbook on a plane." As soon as he touched down, that man <laughs> took my. He was like, "Yo, all right, this is what we got beat last season. This, this is what I gotta do. This is what everybody else needs to do." But he yeah. he take his notes. So so they they definitely got them to steal. But it, it, it's like, man, it's it was it was crazy because when they was like, "Yo, this is probably one of the deepest drafts this year." Like, I don't think anybody can be truly upset with any picks they made on either team, if I'm being honest with you. I mean, listen, I, I like the picks that the Bears made. I, I like all the players, I should say, that the Bears picked. I like – I feel like every player that the Bears pick adds value to this team this season and moving forward. Um in their own way. And it, it feels like, right, like, was there a splash pick? Maybe Kyler Gordon. Maybe Kyler Gordon's the one where you say is a little bit of a splash pick. Yeah. Paul said he didn't. Now, now this, is, this is the thing, too. Like, what's GM talk and what's real talk, right? What's GM talk and what's real talk? Poles is like, he said they ran these simulations, which I love that he's literally just doing it like a football player. He's like, no, you just keep you keep redoing it. You keep working on it. You keep doing the same thing over. So they're running these simulations over and over and over and over and over again to prepare for the draft. And he said at one point, Kyler Gordon fell to them so much, he was like, I don't know what's wrong with the algorithm. There's no way he's going to get to us at 39. Just ignore it. Like, See, I I didn't I didn't either though. But the thing is, like like I said, if if you go back and actually watch the tape, some of them some of them wide receivers that that, that got drafted before him that y'all love. Oh, I he shut him down. Hey, hey, and this is the thing. He shut him. He shut him down while not drawing a penalty on them. He's never drawn a penalty <laughs> Bro, in his college like, career. Like legitimately, what is I I seen it on TikTok. Somebody said. I, it was a cold comparison. Somebody said he's never sped up. He looks like the NFL's Damian Lillard. Like, cause he's he's never sped up. Like his feet is that nice. He don't draw penalties, and this man is never he's like got really, he's got really good feet. I'm not gonna lie to you, though. Like he's got he's feet like a receiver. It's very weird. There's there's a play. I was looking at his tight his tape. There's a play. I don't know if it was verse. It might have been verse Christian Watson. I don't remember. But he breaks on it. The pass is made. He stops, turns on a dime, toes out, grabs the ball, toe taps. Goes, uh, bro, 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 it looked it like it was, it was going both to feet. him. It, it looked was with like, both feet. Yeah, it looked like it was going to him. That was a really good pick. It hey, was with uh, both feet. And it, and it was like, yo, when when he when he said Damian Lillard, I, I stopped. I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. I, I got nothing. 
that's that's <laughs> an interesting comparison. I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, hey, we appreciate all the love and appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing all the love. Man, hit that like button, subscribe to the page. We do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. We're gonna keep it pushing, man. Because here's the thing today, if the Chicago Bears go out and sign somebody after 3 p.m., it does not affect the compensatory picks. Is today the day where we will see the Chicago Bears go out and get them a veteran wide out? Jacob Infante believes so. Uh, he says that, hold on, let me get this up here. Let me let me do this. We're doing this professional today. I hope the show feel a little bit more professional in this, my I'm saying. Not playing with us. We killing the game out here. Uh, shout out to Jacob Infante as well. He says he'd expect the Bears to add a veteran wide receiver or two in free agency soon. Some names that are available, Odell Beckham Jr., Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry, Manuel Sanders, Will Fuller, Willie Sneed, Keelan Cole, John Ross, and Albert Wilson. Jarvis Landry would be a very, very interesting pickup. I don't like right, the Bears going and getting him, but I would be I would be okay with you going out and adding a Jarvis Landry to your team. Will Fuller's had the injury issues. OBJ is injured currently, right? Uh, Julio Jones has been injured a lot, but he's also Julio Jones. Depends on the kind of money he commands. Willie Sneed, meh. Uh, what do you think about the list? Uh, uh, what do you think about Jacob's? Uh, a tweet here. Do you feel the same way? Will the Bears go out and add a veteran wideout? Uh, I'm not mad at it. I hope so. Um, look, look at, looking at the list, I'm not going to lie to you, though. It's only three receivers that I'm probably looking at. I'm automatically taking Odell off of the board just because of the simple fact he's in L.A. I don't think he wants to. He ain't coming to LA. Odell, I, Odell been in New York cold. He been hey, in cold. Fam, he's he's, he's not world. going to LA just to come back <laughs> and even colder spot. Like, let's stop that. Um, I I think the, the the biggest thing is that the two people I'm looking at on this list is Julio and Jarvis. Because yeah. because one thing one thing that Post did say that I, I feel like some people forget is like we yo we need we need a third down dude. Yeah, Jarvis Landry when he's healthy has some of the shirts some of the shirts hands in the league. Um, I, I can understand about why he left the Browns. Odell, Odell isn't there. They're, mo- they're kind of moving in another direction with Amari Cooper and Schwartz and uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones. So I, I can get why he left. He's he's still he's still very very productive. If you, if you give him the ball, I like Emmanuel Sanders. Um, as well, a little bit up there for me in age. And Julio, even though we know, you know, he has. You you know a bit of an injury history now, but when he when he's on the field, it's it's Julio. Like <laughs> it's Julio, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, and the interesting thing is there, right? Like Jarvis Landry is still twenty nine, y'all. Wait, wait, which is the wild part? Jarvis which, Landry which is, is still twenty nine. Jarvis Landry, but I think that's the interesting thing, right? Do you want to go try and get him? Now, do you want to try and get somebody that you feel like you can tie yourself to for a couple of years, right? Hey, we're going to tie ourselves to Jarvis Landry on a four-year deal, five-year deal. That's probably what Jarvis is looking for in this situation, a long-term contract here, which is why he's still on the board. Or do you go with something that's a possibility in the short term? I'm not signing Julio to a big money deal at this point. You're getting Julio at a discount. Hey, he comes in, he gets to work with Darnell. You at least get that experience in the building. Do do you find do you go after somebody 
short term in this situation in Julio Jones or somebody who you might tie yourself to a little bit long term to in Jarvis Landry. But does Landry come in? And and instantly become the number one. You know what I'm saying? And is that the direction you want to go with Justin? Um, I I wouldn't I wouldn't say he's the number one, but that but this is why out of all of the wide receivers on the board, I would take him. Julio won't be there on the fear for me as much, which is why I said I'll probably give him like a two-year, ten ten million dollar deal, probably two years fifteen. But at the same time. I'm I'm I would go out and get Jarvis off of the simple fact one is juice two two he's he has a similar body type to Darnell Moody where as in terms of like hand size and all of that where like yeah. he can at least teach him yo this is it's kind of like Demar with P Wheel like yo this is how you get open this is where your spots is at. Cause he, he already got the hand, so I, I feel like he's going to help him that way. And the fact that he's majority on the field, and when he's there, he's productive. That's the yeah, that's the thing. I'm 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 ta- I'm taking Jarvis because and like Jarvis- now, in a year, maybe year and a half, depending on how Darnell Mooney excels, you you probably looking at top, one of the top pass catchers in the league. We wasn't really looking at Jarvis Landry like that because my man was in was in Miami with Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. But the, but he was putting up a thousand yard seasons. This is why under the radar because Miami sucked. <laughs> no, a hundred percent. And and I think <laughs> I think right like if you're looking for a wide out niche in this thing, Jarvis Landry is a nice wide out to have. You're talking about uh, 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 most of his career. I think last season, yeah, last season he only played in. 12 games, but he's been very durable for most of his career, uh, playing in just about 16 games one season. Last or, uh, last season with Cleveland before, uh, he played 15. I don't know if that was because of the playoff sit, though. I don't think that was due to an injury, maybe, though. Um, but that the last season he played 12 games. But you know that Jarvis Landry is going to be on the field. You know that Jarvis Landry is going to be able to make a play. Um and you, at a minimum, right, like Jarvis Landry can be a 1,000-yard receiver if you utilize him that way. Jarvis Landry can be a seven to 800-yard receiver if you use him that way. He's somebody that gives you a little bit more option, in my opinion. And so if I was going to tie myself to somebody for multiple years, which is probably what you're talking about in this situation, which is why these guys are still on the board, I would go Jarvis Landry. But on a one-year try-it deal, if you can get Julio Jones in there, if you can get him, like, yeah, go ahead. Like, he's still Julio when he's on the field. The problem is, is he going to be on the field? I wouldn't go big money for Julio Jones yeah. in this situation. And, and if, if Odell ever do feel like he, he need to come to Chicago, then, then you go grab him. But yeah, it's nah, not, not happening. Nah, two ACL injuries, two an Achilles injury, two right. Nah, like, just two ACL, right? Just the two ACLs. Yeah, nah, just just, just two ACL. I thought he had. I thought he had something in Cleveland. What what do he have in Cleveland? No, the torn ACL. Didn't he have something in New York too, or was he healthy his whole time in New York? Nah, he nah he was healthy the whole time in New York. Hmm. Pretty much. It was it was just that it was just the ankle his rookie year. And. The problem is, right, are you signing Odell to a multi-year deal? Because I, I, I think most of us believe that the Bears aren't going to be dominating the game this season. You're probably not going Super Bowl or bust this season, right? 
Odell's going to be back midway through the season. He got he tore his ACL in in the Super Bowl. So he's probably not coming back until what week? Week six at best, but we eight. Probably week eight, week ten, somewhere in there. Probably. I mean, honestly, week eight with no setbacks. Um, but if I'm just saying, if he if he absolutely like needs to come to Chicago, I would give him a. I I think he knows that he's like he he can still play. Yeah. Like like my my mugs ain't I I I I think he knows that he's definitely on a prove it thing with uh you know the torn ACL so I, I would give him a two year ten million dollar deal two 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 year ten or or two eight I mean I the, the, this the thing I think it's you know, so, it's we so ain't looking at the same deal it's so tough for me right because like for me can't. I can't, I can't give you the deal until I see how you come back. This yeah, is a wait and see thing. I, but you got to pay him like it's not right. You're not Ooh. paying him. You're not paying him on a one year deal unless you feel like you're going to the Super Bowl this season. I know. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like you're not paying him on a one year deal unless you feel like he's going to the Super Bowl this season. You're you're paying him on a on a multiple year deal because you're hoping that by the time Justin Fields is good, right, you're able to come back on the other side of that. Um and and, and Odell's a part of that. So it, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see this season for sure, man. Oh, that is true. And Rob, I like that. My what? my Michael Thomas. Why would they cut him? You you, you, you think he's staying? Why would they he, cut he him? already said he already said he won out. They can't pay him. They have no money. But he's still under contract this season, right? Is he? I think Michael that, Thomas is hey, still hey, under contract. Rob, this Rob, that, that, was, that was actually a good that, that was a good name, though. I I'm think not, here's the thing. That's that's one you're waiting for next year, right? Like to me. You're going to have – like, the Bears can't pay him this season either. Although, fam, they're building that Saints team so weird, bro. And they're about to get uh, Tyron Matthew. It makes no sense. Like, they got all the defense in the world with no O. <laughs> you can't pay your – he might be on his contract here. One, two, three, four, five. That's five seasons. Yeah, he's on his contract here. Um, Wait, so his contract is up after this year? It, I think it's up already. Let me see. Michael Thomas contract. Let me double check. Make sure I'm not tweaking on this unless he re-upped. No. Oh, no. They did They did sign him. Why is this not? You just not going to load up? You said forget it. I'm not I'm not doing it. Uh, current contract. Michael Thomas signed a five-year. Here we go. Uh, so he has signed through 2024. He signed a five-year, $96 million contract with the New Orleans Saints, including a $20 million signing bonus. So he signed, but this is the uh, year. Yeah, that's a, that's, this so is that's the year. asking for a trade. Yeah, no. Th- this this is the year where the money hits, though, right? So now he, he's been making essentially a million dollars a year because uh, he was on his rookie deal. He's got a million dollars this year. Next season in 2023, 15 mil following season after that, 18 mil. Not another one, Antonio Brown. Nah, I'm cool. I love AB, but I'm I also see the the track record that follows him. You know what I'm saying? We can point the fingers at as many people. And I, as, that, 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 tra- that track record is wild, though. We we can point the pe- the finger as as many people as we want, and I think other people are to blame as well. It's never just a one-sided thing, but listen, everywhere you go, there's an issue. 
Like at some point, it's also you. You know what I mean? Like he's an excellent football player. He's an excellent talent. I love seeing him on the field. It wasn't me. I didn't do this stuff. (laughs) But she caught me on the counter. Here's the thing. I think there's a lot of things that go into AB. Like there's a lot of different things that happen with him that all culminate together. But he's also somebody that brings. See, he, he, he this, this is the thing. I'm, I'm not finna see where a where a b. I'm, I'm not, I'm not finna say, I'm not finna say his mental health because I, I, I think a b is very smart. AB I think the way I, I think, I think what it is is the way that he articulates himself. People misunderstand him to the point where it's kind of like. All right, I don't want to deal with you, but I'm with you though. He has to take some type of accountability within that. And if he and if he not doing that, if I have a young team like I do right now, yeah, I I, I need I need you to like I can't kind of kind of sort of have you be the leader. I I need you to be the grown up in the room, man. Like you, if you can't do that right now, I I, I got no use for you. you. You going to the Hall of Fame? But right now I got no use. Like, oh yeah, for sure. And, and this thing, like, it it's 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 a touchy subject because I think that there is a lot that Bruce Arians probably did. Like he said, Bruce Arians essentially didn't want him back in Pittsburgh, and Big Ben had to tell him, "Hey, come play this dude." And Ryan Clark absolutely co-signed it. But you also drove a wedge there. Like I, I feel like there's there's things on both sides when we when you're talking about AB that. Mm-hmm. play into the conversation, but we only feel like one side can be right, one side can be wrong. Both sides can be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying both both sides can be wrong. Um and he even the the thing that that's interesting to me and the reason like I agree with you that mental health might not play into it is because even he says like I heard everybody talking about like oh he ain't been the same since the Vontez Burford hit. He's like y'all just don't know me. I've been this way my entire life. y'all don't know who i am like i've (laughs) i am me i am fine and he's also like telling this to people who have struggled with mental health i think mental health i think that they would be like nah my boy we got to get you some help uh (laughs) so it's gonna be interesting to see man i am excited for the rest of this season we got a little more bears to talk about more of a fun thing and then we're gonna get into some of these nba playoffs but before we do that man first things first we appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with the daily show. Make sure you guys are checking out the short content as well. We're dropping content on this channel all the time. Make sure to get in tune with us on that. We're going to have a video today dropping at 5 p.m. talking about none other than v- uh, Bayless Jones Jr. and what he can bring to the Chicago Bears. So make sure that you guys are watching for that as well. Also, as you see, the link in the chat. Join up on the Discord. The Discord is where you will get the latest notifications. This- for the Chicago Bears video and all this Bears content and all the content that we're dropping. The reason being because sometimes YouTube don't notify y'all about the latest video and stuff like that. So that's the way to keep track with us, man. You can join up. It's free to join in the Discord. So go ahead and jump in there. Plus, you get to talk to us while we're watching other sports, different teams, all that stuff, man. And we have a good time over there. Baki, Vernell, uh, kids up in that mug, man. Uh, we got we got a lot of people over there that are absolutely getting it in. Also, we want to tell you about y'all know where I'm going here. Blue Chew. 
Fellas, it's time to dig yourself out of that winter hibernation. Spring is sprung. Spring is here, and it's time to get sprung with Blue Chew. That's right. This episode is brought to you by Blue Chew. Fellas, confidence can take you far in life. It also can help you in the bedroom, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate. That's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. Here's the thing. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead and be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Had one of my guys from back in the old town, man, hits me up, says, yo, Pat, got this issue. I'm not going to a doctor. It's a little embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to have that conversation. Told him, bro, you got to sign up at BlueChew.com. It's simple. You consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Best part, it's all done online. No doctor's visits, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluetooth tablets are made here in the U.S. of A. And guess what? They're prepared and shipped to your door in a discreet packaging. So if you could benefit from some extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. And we've got a special deal for our listeners today. Try Blue Chew free, ladies and gentlemen. Did you hear what I said? Free when you use the promo code Windy City at checkout. Just pay $5 in shipping. That's BlueChew.com promo code Windy City to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the show. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. <laughs> 